The words, I think some of the words we've used on this podcast sound like cringe to some people because... <laughs> Which ones? The words like artificial, <laughs> okay? Or yeah. like, or even just saying like, fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. And like, I just feel like there needs to be a little bit more normalizing. It's marketing. Like, you're marketing. It's marketing. Yeah. Um, so one of the comments we got on the last episode, um, Leonardo Plabani, shout out, shout out to him. Um, his main question was like, how do we handle product launches? Yeah. Right. Um, and I think the biggest thing around product launches is this whole idea of furthering brands LTV. Right. And in this like marketing environment, LTV has been that buzzword that everyone's trying to play into. Right. With with um, rising acquisition costs, right. right? Facebook, TikTok, everything is just, it's its very, very difficult to be profitable on the first order, right? So yeah. the biggest thing that we've leaned into now is LTV. And right. one of the biggest elements of Avi has been product launches, yeah. right? Um, I mean, last year we did how many? We did about 26 product launches last year. So one every two weeks. Um, and just tired thinking about it. Yeah, it was. It, it is tiring, but it was. It was phenomenal to see that we gave our customers 26 reasons to come back. And I think layered on top of even LTV and cost per acquisition going up, I think the biggest piece is, is there's almost no loyalty mm. in customers these days. And right. and I think the reason is is there is so many brands coming out. While we record this podcast, there's probably two to three new brands <laughs> literally coming out, right, yeah. as we speak. There's no barrier to entry. Yeah. So you need to create such a sticky point with your customers. And although your one SKU could do well and it could work wonders, people are naturally more inclined to getting bored or exploring other things because yeah. there's so much more out there. Yeah. So that product innovation gives you the ability to keep them sticky. I agree. So. I think maybe let's kick it off with how do we approach product launches? Maybe let's let's go through the whole like from yeah. start to finish, right? For for anybody listening out there, um, put this in your head. Consider product launches, right? Consider yeah. limited edition drops that can further increase your LTV, and we'll kind of give you the playbook of how we do it so that you can take it and apply it to your business. Yeah, and I think on top of everything is layering scarcity. Um, I think innovation can't come in today's market um creating whether it's artificial or natural scarcity you kind of need to do it because otherwise a customer is kind of shrugging their shoulder and saying do i have to spend this money right now or even <laughs> yeah. if they want to yeah. and uh, scarcity kind of is is that key so yeah let's kick it off um i think there's a lot of different angles to cover but probably yeah. the top ones are you know when when we do think of a concept right. of wanting a new SKU. Right. How do we involve our customers and community? Right. Right. Um, then from there, we go for product development. Right. Um, then creating a marketing plan, which requires hype on website, app, uh, postcards. You know, what are those steps? Um, social, SMS, email. Um, and then I think we also layer on just a, 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 a big piece around how is the business elements going to work with this? Right. How do right. you finance this? How do you? Right make this fit your operation. Right. Um, so maybe we kick it into like, how do we like get this idea of what yeah. product next first? Yeah. Um, one of the, the biggest things I've noticed is that founders who get into business, they obviously have a vision for what their brand is gonna be, right? They naturally will wanna put out products that they want to put out or they think makes sense for the market, right? 
I can almost guarantee that sometimes like there's going to be a mismatch, right? Yeah. You yourself are not a consumer of your product, right? right? Like you're not the target demo. Yeah, we love taking our products, don't get us wrong, but like we're not the target demo, right? How do we know what our consumer wants without asking them? Mm-hmm. And who are we to tell the consumer like, oh, you need this when in reality they don't, right? right? So I think one of the biggest things is one, if you have a community, right? If you don't have a community, you should be building community, right? And that could be another episode right, altogether, right? Yeah. right? But yeah. if you have, you know, a decent customer base that has, you know, some affinity towards your brand, just ask them. Yeah. What do you want? Like, what are you gonna when open you, when up? When you say ask them, yeah. Tactically speaking, tactically, what should yeah. people, someone create? Yeah. So I think for us, we've always sent out surveys, right? This is this is the easiest thing that you could do, like right now. Yeah. Like right now, right now, go and to our favorite platform for that. Type form. There you go. Typeform, typeform.com. Um, not a sponsor, not affiliated, <laughs> not hashtag, not an ad, but go check out Typeform. Um, even Google Forms, yeah. whatever it is, just yeah. get some feedback. Like build a form on your website, right? Yeah. Literally, just get the data from your consumers, your your VIP customers. Just be like, hey, what are you enjoying from the brand right now? Yeah. What would you enjoy from the brand? And you know, just literally list out all the things that they they put in, right? Leave it open ended. And leave another other part, other yeah. section. Like leave it open ended because the amount of ideas that you can get from this is yeah. unreal, right? Like we right. thought we wanted to launch so many products and like it never showed up in the yeah the it never showed up yeah right yeah and there are certain products that like showed up that we were like, like oh, shocked about shocked right we would never launch exactly right uh-huh. and and I think one of the biggest ones was actually the pre workout that we yep. that we just dropped because just dropped. technically it's not really beauty related right but it's not. the consumers wanted it right yeah. so survey. Right. survey and then how do you incentivize you know a lot of people understand okay i'll create the survey yeah. we typically do four to five questions by the way um mm. i don't think go above five questions because people lose interest Attention point spread, is yeah. is just get what you need out of them yeah um but let's say people create the survey on type form yeah it's the distribution now right mm-hmm. let's talk sms email right. on getting people why do people fill out our survey yeah. Right. And, and what does that incentive look like? Yeah. I mean, th- there's so many ways you can incentivize this. Right. Um, and, and oftentimes you don't even need to. Right. right. Um, if you do have, you know, uh, a loyal audience, they'll give you the answers right away. Yeah. But again, right. It, it, there's no harm in incentivizing it. Right. With the with the discount code credit towards a shop right. entered to a giveaway, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So survey, we create it. Um, now it's circulating it, right? Yeah. Our, our biggest and uh, channels for this would be SMS, email, our Facebook community, community, um, app. Yeah. Shout out to Tapcart, and um, sometimes I, uh, I think I think those those are the four four main ones, yeah. right? Um, but basically, what you're doing is you're getting it to all your customers. Um, I would probably segment this a little bit, yeah. uh, possibly like the you know people who've bought two or more times, uh, just so that you're getting, you know, right to your brand loyalists. Yeah. And right? the people who are used to buying yeah. one more time. Exactly. Right. Like those are the ones that are going to open up their wallets. Right. Um, so sending it out and getting that information. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you interpret all these answers? Like, yeah. what do you, what's the, what's the next step after that? I think, um, one thing we've been, I mean, something like Typeform does a really good job with, again, Google forms can too, just create a good pivot table. Um, but, Typeform does a really good job of just letting you know what won, right? What is the top result? And I think what we do is like, we'll usually take the top three results, okay? So for example, um, when we were coming out with flavors last year, 
uh, we would take sometimes the top three, top four flavors. And now the next point is, is all right, let's not overthink this. Take these three flavor names and get it to our manufacturer, right? And our manufacturer is now cued to saying, all right, we're going to create samples. And for people who don't have consumables or flavors involved, right? It's a similar process, right? You're going to get ideas of products, right? Uh, if you have a company that sells um, quilts, right? You're gonna have different designs and styles. Somebody still has to go and create it for you, right? Or you have to R&D it. So that's the next step. I think it's taking literally the answer and saying, mm -hmm. hey, we need samples to see if we can make this work. Yeah, and founders like put your ego aside, yeah. right? You might you might see like an answer where it's like, ah, oh, we would never come out with that yeah. flavor, yeah. or like even personally, like there's certain flavors that show up on our survey, right? So, for those of you who don't really know, like what we what we sell, right? At Avi, we sell super collagen protein. Um, it's flavored, so there's certain flavors that pop up time to time where we're like. I would never take that, right. but if the majority is, then yep. how, who are we to say like, right. no, we're not gonna do it, right? right? So put your ego aside. Listen, if somebody wants a banana, coconut, nut, yeah. whatever it is, it. and like, I hate coconut, right. but like 90% of the community wants yeah. it, Yeah, it's a cheat code. It's literally 100%. a cheat code. They're telling you what they're gonna pay their hard earned money for, Yeah, put it out, right? Yeah. So getting the samples in and Absolutely having that delivered here. And I mean, again, if you if you follow us on Twitter, you know, Ron posts our, our tastings and we literally just go through everything. Yeah, go through it all. I think that that's the biggest piece. And 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 we'll even sometimes show it to our customers. Like part of this, uh, you know, when we, when we go back to the survey real quick um, and not to harp on it, but making your customer feel like they're following the journey is huge, right? So even when you're incentivizing them, like. Sometimes the incentive, like Ash said, you don't even have to incentivize, just letting them know, hey, you choose what's coming next, yeah. right? And then letting them know like, hey, we're now sampling or we're, we're doing this, right? Waste an email or an SMS on that, right? Because yeah. it's, it's letting them know like, oh, wow, they actually are, it's an are investment. right into work. Yeah, it's exactly. It's an investment into your, um, your LTV. Yeah, and then once, once, you know, moving on from the product piece, right? I think once you have what you feel is, is the right product fit, based on what people have asked for, right? Now it's like, okay, you're gonna order that product, right? And I think for us, we're not gonna harp on this too, too much, because I think everyone's heard it, but minimum order quantity. Don't <laughs> MOQ. go all in. MOQ, baby. Um, MOQ is, is huge for us. Um, every, every even deposit we put on, it goes through plastic. Plastic pays our ACH via a credit card. The credit card we use is Parker, which gives us net 60. So right off the bat, even putting a deposit on a new product idea, we're not out money, right? We're out just the work that we had to do to get this product there. Right. Chew On This is sponsored by Plastic. Stop paying ACH from your bank account and start paying it via credit card by using Plastic. Mention Chew On This to your Plastic rep and get an offer which will have you creating amazing cash flow for your brand starting today. So now the product's in development and we're off to the races in getting hype going. So yeah. what's that look like? Yeah, I, I, so this is this is the fun part of it, right? Um, where it's like, okay, cool. Now you have nailed down the flavor, right? You've tested it. You've put in the order in. And I think there's one thing, right, around that that you mentioned earlier is the the scarcity around it, right? Yeah. We're not we're not putting in huge orders for this, right? No. Luckily, we've been seeing it more and more. Yeah. But I think what's really cool is if you layer really good hype. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think I think that's where this next step of like yeah. when you layer on how you're going to present what's about to come out. Yeah. You have to make each product, each flavor, each skew, no matter how big or small yeah. it is, yeah. 
go through like this, go through the this gauntlet of process. this high yeah. process where it's like, you're literally about to change the world all over again. Like we <laughs> yeah. just landed on Mars type of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what we do. And it's been the same format over and over and yeah. over again. So you know, what is that like hype piece, yeah. right? I think it's like routine now. I think it's like, we know this on the back of our hands. Like mm -hmm. as soon as we've approved a flavor and it's on its way, uh, the first step is getting the community excited, yep. right? And there's so many avenues that you can do that. The first avenue is within our community. We go live, right? Um, we post an announcement that something is coming, yep. right? You know, we do like a little bit of a graphic where it's like the, the shadow of the bottle with question marks everywhere, like what's coming, something's yep. coming soon, whatever, right? Uh, create a Facebook event have everybody RSVP for that, right? And and the reason you're doing all these things is because one, you're just creating different channels of reminders yes. for these things, yes. right? So a Facebook event, the as soon as it, as if you RSVP or interested, you hit interested in going, the minute it comes to that time, you get a notification, yep. right? It's free, That's it. it's free, free reach, right? Um, so setting up the event is such a big thing, right? Um, how do you get people to attend that event is one, you're, you're posting on Facebook, you're posting on Instagram, you're posting in the community, spend All a little bit of money. Yeah. Spend a little bit of money on SMS, right? Yep. Send a text like, Hey, something is coming. Join us live on Thursday, 6 PM. SMS, not MMS. That's how you save the money, right? Yes. Save the money. Save <laughs> the money. Yeah, yeah. Save the money. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like all you have to do is just like, Hey, something big is coming. Exactly. Join us live. Join this event. RSVP now. Right. Yeah. SMS. Then you send out an email right? Yep. Pu push notification on the app. So you're basically sending all your customers to this event and you, Hey, you want to put $20 a day behind it on an ad, run sure. it. Yeah. Right. Because it's just exposure. That was one thing I think we've, we've tested a lot on yeah. is how close to the launch do we announce something? Yeah. Right. I think in, inherently people are impatient. So if it's anywhere from like more mm. than a week out, yeah. you've built the hype and then it dies out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you can, if you can kind of prep everything in the background, and start this like hype process, like maybe within a week of launch, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll go live on a Wednesday and launch on a Friday night yeah. or launch on a Sunday night, yeah. right? So and our product is still in transit, in transit to arriving yeah. to the warehouse, yeah. um, which is one really cool thing we do layered on top of all this is as soon as you create product, a lot of people, I don't see a lot of people do this, but create mock-ups, ask your manufacturer that, hey, listen, I'm gonna place this order but I'm going to need at least three to four variations of this or three to four mocked up versions. Like we literally ask for empty tubs mm. with just the label, right? And we say, I need six of these so we can send it out to our photographer. So we're now ahead of content and we can send it out to our closest um, uh, community members. So now we have some more UGC and we send some to the HQ so Ash and I can go live with it. All of this is all content that's being generated in the background before the product is even completed or yeah. is in transit, yeah. right? So work with your manufacturer to let them understand that, hey, if I market this better, it's gonna pay off better for you too, because I may be able to place an order of this on the day of launch, hmm. because I'll have an amazing gauge on how well it's received right. from customers yeah. prior to launch. So, yeah. you know, work with, your, work with your manufacturer on that. I think even for us, like, even like postcards is a big part of our strategy, right? right? So right. like even for us to get postcards can take anywhere from three to four days because they have to mail it, yeah. right? Yeah. Even for us to yeah. time that properly with our launch, like mm -hmm. um, you know we work with get uh, we work with Postpilot and 
we'll get them renders of an upcoming product. Yeah. And it's like, hey, can you get this postcard ready? Want it to this segment that they'll, you know, they create all the uh, content and stuff around it. But what's really cool is all of this is happening yeah. because we've decided on what we're gonna go with right. from the very beginning and the clocks start working, you yeah. know? And all, all that's happening in the front end is, hey, something's coming out. Yeah. But what's really happening in the back end is everything's almost done yeah. and it's ready to go. Getting so, content made, the yeah. ads are made, the website graphics are made, everything's yeah. made, yeah. right? So without rushing into it, let's-, let's At all. Uh, yeah, like, so we've announced it, right? Mm -hmm. Now something's coming soon, everybody knows what's happening, right? Yes. You kind of send out one more push on SMS, email, um, push notifications in the community. Yeah. Hey, caramel macchiato is a, is coming soon. It's coming this Friday, twelve a.m. Set your yes. um, set your alarms. And oh. we're sending maybe how many do you think between that few days of launch to like launch? How yeah. many reminders? Yeah, um, I think if we if there is that like two to three day, you know, you kind of maybe one big one right before. Yeah. Um, especially SMS and email. Yeah. Uh, push notifications, which is honestly the biggest hack is because it's, it's entirely free. Yeah. Right. And, the, and the reach is insane. Yeah. Um, so we, I, I think on push notifications, I spam that thing. Like it's yeah. Like there's no tomorrow, like yeah. three days left, two yeah. days left, like yeah. 24 hours left. Yep. Um, but what you can do is that when you are sending out these notifications, you can send it to a product page where you can sign up for yeah. notifications, right? Exactly. So if you don't necessarily have everybody in your ecosystem, right? Whether they're on um, the community, but you don't have their email, but you don't have their SMS, right? Yeah. If you have their email, but you don't have their phone number, or you have their phone number, but you don't have their email, like using this as a moment to collect everything yeah. of your consumer, um, even on like Tapcart, like I think one of the biggest things is just setting up push notifications, right? Like Huge. some of the Huge. some of the biggest hacks we've done is especially Huge. when we go live, it's like, hey, you want early access to this? Yeah. Download the app. Download the app. Oh my right? god. That's download the app and you'll one. get you if you download the app, you will get access to this product three hours early. Right. Right. And you should see like the the spike in downloads, the That's spike huge. in signups for notifications, just because people want it three hours earlier. Yep. Because we're prone to selling out. People know that. Right. You've so created like, how that do you demand. secure right. that like purchase, right? The, the other big thing on because we're on this kind of conversation real quick, is like one thing that people don't realize is post iOS and privacy changes, right? Mm -hmm. People can opt out of email, SMS, all yeah. this stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, one thing you don't realize about Tapcard and, and just the app creation idea is when you're subscribed to push notifications, it's not a privacy thing. No. Right? So your hack is 100% is of the people that are subscribed there are 100% of people you have access to, yeah. right? Versus like, think about all the other platforms that have opt out and, and privacy things going on. Um, and so for us being able to, one, first of all, you can create an app with Tapcard in what? A week. Yeah, uh, literally days, a week. Yeah, you know, um, and it's 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 pennies on how much money it will it'll, it'll make you. Yeah. So whether whether or not you're even considering it, just the idea of knowing that you'll have a marketing tool layered on top of it is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, I, I think that's the biggest piece is just creating that demand. Yeah. Right. Is like, exactly. hey, we're gonna sell out. So whether or not you just are deciding to buy. We're gonna let you know all the places you could buy, mm -hmm. and for the super super users, we're gonna tell you how to get it even earlier. Yeah, exactly. I think we did um, an 
app first launch with peppermint mocha yeah two decembers two, ago two decembers ago yeah right so peppermint mocha was a highly requested holiday flavor right mm -hmm. um and we decided this was around the time we launched our app yep um because we're like okay how do we get downloads how do we like force people to get in this ecosystem right one we have the Facebook community. Yeah. That's one community. Right. The app in itself is another community. Not a community at all. Right. So if yeah. you if you've seen the word community on your Twitter timeline yeah. and you haven't done anything about it, right. And you have a Shopify site, get on Tapcart because that can be your community. Right. right? So what we did was is that we did for twenty four hours only. You can only get this new launch on the app. On the app. Yep. It's huge. Right. It's huge. Massive. Um, it's huge because you're creating internal assets in your company yeah. people don't realize like app is not an expense it's an asset yeah um your website just like you treat it like gold right it's an asset because yeah. like you can't let anything go wrong to an asset right yeah. um so create more assets community it's an asset right um hate to bring accounting up but it's we have to create more assets you know um and and i think that's the biggest piece to all this tying it back we go on so many tangents because it's just it's like this is exciting to us because like this is just the, yeah. the DNA of obvious, yeah. right? So, product is launching Friday, twelve a.m. Eastern. Yeah, we've we've put out all the announcements. You're hyping it up in the community. Yeah, and then the actual launch comes, and the prep for that is website. Yep, <clears throat> right. Got to get your banners made. You got to product renders supporting images like you said sending it to you know the photography uh studio shout out to bird hill yep um you know sending it to them so that we have content even even something simple as like the website end though like i think you've been very strategic on like okay are we going to create a special landing page mm. for this product because it's a big enough new category mm -hmm. or are we going to create a really cool collection page where yes the, the product is alone plus a bundle so you can show yes. value exactly like each piece of like the product, even just like launching it, I think so many people are like, yeah, the product page is there. Yeah. And it's like, wait, how are you going to show value through yeah, that? Yeah. Right? No, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I think what we have seen is actually setting to landing pages, right? Landing yeah. pages aren't just for advertising. It's not just for top of the funnel, mm -hmm. Facebook, TikTok, right? You can use it for product launches. Right. Right. Um, especially if it's a new category, right? People, one, have to be educated. You have to treat it like a top of the funnel. Yeah. Treat uh, it like a new brand too sometimes. Like yeah. the product is a new brand sometimes. Like you exactly. have to. Exactly. So creating that, even if like say for example, it's a flavor expansion, yeah. right? Creating like a collection page that is a little bit themed towards the launch, yeah. right? So like even yeah. if it's just a yeah. banner on the collection right. page, like, hey, uh, caramel macchiato now available, peppermint mocha now yeah. available, right? Putting peppermint mocha in the first spot followed by the rest of your flavors, yes. so you can help with AOV, right? Yep. Um, on the product page itself, making sure that you have all the information ready to go, yeah. right? It's not just another flavor. You have to also imagine, th the way that I like to approach this is that even though they are a consumer and they know who you are, treat it as if they don't yes. know who you are, Yeah. right? You have to yeah. continue to sell. You have continue to keep to reselling sell. to your yeah. customer. Exactly, right? Um, and reselling, not just remarketing too. Yeah. Like people think marketing, oh yeah, I'll, I'll email them. Or ask yeah. them. But you have to resell them, which requires education. What I think remarketing forgets is, is like, there's still a layer of education that's missing. 
difference between remarketing and reselling is right. education, I think. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. You have to layer in education. So 100%. you have to, I think that's a great point. It's like, you use, like, don't treat your customers to assume they'll know what this is. Yep. You know? You've now opened the website up, you've opened the app up, and people are flooding in, mm -hmm. right? And they're buying and they're buying and they're buying, right? And then there's this piece of like creating scarcity, mm. right? Where it's like, one, some, I know some brands need to do it. Maybe they're like, wait, I don't sell out of my product that quick, mm. right? And then there is this like, I think we have this like, I don't know if this will be a takeaway or not, but I think there is merit to like commenting on the fact that like selling out yeah. and restocking yeah. in a short period of time yeah. has its value. Yeah. And, and, and if that sellout is naturally done, kudos to you. You've done a great <laughs> job. Um, yeah. And we've done it many, many times. But then there's this artificial sellout where it's mm -hmm. like, hey, let's turn it off after a week and say, hey, we, we may have some units you're sitting on, right? Mm -hmm. Hopefully you've sold through at least the cost value of the units you bought. But if you haven't. And remember, fine. you have 60 days to pay this off. 60 days to pay it off, Thank obviously. You, uh, use Parker. Please do not pay money out of your bank account. Use plastic, <laughs> yeah. use a credit card. Sell um, your inventory first. Yeah, sell your inventory first. Um, create the negative cash conversion cycle. Very simple, but what are, I mean, maybe this can just be like true thoughts. It's like, what is the thought around you know, and I've seen, we've seen it when we have something launched and then either sell out of it artificially or sell out of it because it's gone right. and restock it, right? Mm -hmm. That often does more revenue cumulatively yep. compared to just keeping something in stock right. and letting it dwindle out. Yes. So what we've seen is selling out especially if it's a new category people are holding yes. off right because they don't know if like what the what are the reviews of the mm -hmm. new product right so selling out letting people get the product right. letting them test it out and then coming to coming to the community and be a like feedback this is the best flavor i've had this is yes. this product is i i can feel the benefits right yeah. off the bat um and then everyone's like wait where is it where yeah. is it where is it's it? out of stock why is it out of stock i need to get it this yeah. that when is it coming back yeah then you know that you've like created this artificial hype. Yeah. And then you bring it back and you do it even harder. Right. 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 And this has happened time after time after time. For us, where the yes. secondary, the third, the fourth time we've brought something back, it does even more exponential. Because you have the social proof to back it. Yeah. Right. So the community is like, yeah. oh, I really love this flavor, especially with this uh, burn powder that we launched. Right. Yeah. We sold. We we dropped two flavors. Both sold out in two weeks. Yep. And now the community is begging it's, for it back. Right. Like, where is this product? I, I'm out of it. Like, I really love what it's doing for me. And now you have this group of people who are like, yeah, like, I really need this. Like, oh, but what would be really cool is that if they came out with this flavor. Yes. Which we're yep. doing, right? Literally. And, but then you have this other group of people who didn't participate in the first launch and were like, wait, that sounds really good. Where can I get it? Right. When is it coming back? Because I really want to try it. Right. And now you've created this sense of FOMO. Yeah. So that when you do launch again, you have all the people who've bought the first time ready to yeah. buy again. And yeah. you have the second pool of people who are like, wait, I missed out the first time. I need to get this because it's sold out that right. quick. Let me buy this. Yeah. And that's why the second launch 
a is, restock is like that much more powerful. Exactly. And I think, I think that's the biggest piece is if you can mathematically figure out, cause you don't want too much inventory on hand, blah, blah, blah. Right. So you have to, you have to, you have to make sure it makes sense. Right. But if you can mathematically equate how to use scarcity plus restock plus artificial or, 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 or organic sellout all together into your business model for a product launch, mm. right? I believe that, I mean, I think it may be a, a strong hypothesis that a, a sellout plus a restock mm. will do more revenue for you than keeping a product in stock for the same time period yeah. of launch. And it's FOMO. Yeah, it's, yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. The middle point here is that the reason for that is FOMO yeah. and FOMO is and you're just seeing it I, but I, real like real scarcity real like real scarcity will lead to real fall yes real like you can't yes. just be like yeah there's like 100 units left and don't, you still have like that. a thousand right? don't do that or if you have like a countdown or yes. a timer like yeah there's a there's a place in time for a timer right but like <laughs> but be real about it right because then it's like yeah. you actually yeah. if the consumers are understanding like oh wait this is going to sell out in 12 yeah. hours Right. For example, the truff launch. Right. Yep. They did the the collab with Five the minutes? hidden. Yeah. I couldn't even get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm crazy. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Right. I know all the the tips and tricks. Right. SMS. Yeah. Um, yeah. The email. I know when it's coming. Right. Yeah. And I'm loading up my cart and it and it's out. It felt like a Yeezy launch. Yeah. Yeah. No. It is. It's, it's absolutely nuts. It's it's uh, it's one of those things where like, I think. You know, we talk about obviously. Um, the words, I think some of the words we've used on this podcast sound like cringe to some people because <laughs> which ones like the words like artificial, <laughs> okay. Or yeah. like the, you know, or, or even just saying like fake it till you make it. Right. Yeah. And like, I just feel like there needs to be a little bit more normalizing of some of these things. It is. Cause it's, it's marketing. Like, you're marketing. It's marketing. Yeah. Guys. Like it's you marketing. need to just, you need to change the way you're marketing. Yeah. Um, and, and there was no such thing as like a negative, there used to be these negative connotations, stigmas attached to these words, but an artificial sellout is what it is. It's an artificial sellout. It's saying, hey, I have more products, of, I have more units of these, but I don't want to sell them anymore. Hmm. And guess what? Those who didn't get it, too bad. When I come back, you'll get it. That's still a marketing tactic, yes. right? So employ and, 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 and try, start to like feel good about these things and not always create like, oh, well, we don't do that. Yeah. Like it, it shouldn't be shunned upon. Yeah. And so um, I think that's that's pretty important. Yeah. No, nah, and, and honestly, let us know what you guys think about that. Like, yeah. do you agree yeah. with us? Do you disagree with us? Yeah. Leave in the comments, tweet at us, listen, like, yeah. hey, like that's really like scumbagish. Like, <laughs> let us know, like, yeah. let, let me know if I'm a scumbag. I got a, <laughs> a sweater made saying scumbag, like scumbag marketer, like that's. Speaking of it. Oh yeah. Merch. Oh. You know, we keep saying we're going to give away merch. It's actually going to say chew on this, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's it's actually pretty sick merch. Yeah. Founder, DDCX startup. Media buyer. We have a lot more other designs. Yeah. So if you um, like this, let us know. Um, yeah. If you hear this, if you hear this voice segment, if you hear my voice in your ears right now, <laughs> comment or tweet at me, chew on this swag, baby, exclamation point. I will send you <laughs> some free swag. <laughs> Wow, that means you're listening till the last minute. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I know we love to talk about the two tactical takeaways. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, and something give you something to have you guys chew on, and 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 go and apply to your business. Yeah. Um, or your agency, whatever it may be. Um, 
I think I'll talk about number one, mm. which I believe is talk to your customers. Yeah. This means survey them to find out the product. Yep. It means talk to them to fill out the survey. It means talk to them to let them know that you're coming out with something that they asked for. Yeah. Talk to them on a live, talk to them in, in all different formats. Yeah. Talk to your customers and put a face behind it. Uh, behind your product, behind your brand, whatever it may be, because without that, I really don't think people will understand what's going on in the background. Right, right. It, it's it's a cheat code. It's literally a cheat code. Yeah. Ask your customers what they want. They'll tell you what they're willing to literally take out their wallets for right. or purses. Exactly. Open up and take out their credit cards. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, great takeaway. Um, the biggest one that I would say, which kind of ties into this whole thing, right? It's, it's building that community that you can circulate these things to, right? Like a survey or whatever it is, building a community, right? So my biggest takeaway is one, if you don't have something going on, consider it, um, create a Facebook community. If your brand is not, if your, if your demo is not on Facebook, Slack, Discord, whatever it is. Right. Um, I think the biggest thing that people can do right now is sign up for a demo with Tapcart. Yeah. Right? Listen, we've been using Tapcart for two years. Okay. There is this level of building a community on this side, building up your push notifications, subscribers, everything. If you have a Shopify store, it's very easy to sign up for Tapcart. Just book a demo. Listen, the guys, the the team at Tapcart is great. Book a demo with them. Um, they gave us a pretty cool promotion. Yeah. Right. Um, if you book a demo now, it's a tapcart.com plus chew on this it's three months free, three months free, which is like three months. Why free. wouldn't you do it? <laughs> so it took us about, a, a, so it took about a week to set up the app. Yeah. It took a few days to get back, like the design, like the banners to make it look, you know, <laughs> nice, whatever it is. You have three months after that to like, just test it out. At the same time, you could be you could have a whole product launch in three months. Yeah. So tie this into it, right? One, send out a survey. Two, hey, have a product specific drop on the app yeah. and watch how your numbers change. Yeah. Right? Like ten percent of our revenue is on the app. And a lot of people ask, like, oh, is it incremental? Is it this and that? Yeah, it is. Because one, when we look at the different cohorts of uh, VIP customers, like just you know, people who've bought two or three more times, the people who haven't shopped on the app versus the people who have shopped on the app, LTV inherently much is, little, is much higher. Yep. AOV on the app is higher. Um, conversion rate is higher, right? And then th the fact that you can, one, manage your rewards, your subscriptions, um, track your orders, huge, right? right? But the one thing that brands forget to do is that the app just, it can't just be another store for you right? Oh. Um, you need to provide value, right? And, and for us, it's blogs, it's recipes, it's videos, it's everything else that like, hey, we have these products, you want to know how to learn? Uh, you want to learn how to use them? Yeah. Recipes, we have so many recipes on there, right? So like, download the app, here's a recipe. But the biggest thing I would say is build your community, start building a community, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on the app, um, start somewhere, because then you can tie it into the product launch, which now that you have the whole playbook, you guys should be thinking about how you can come out with a new product that's supplementary to your current, whether it's a flavor expansion. Um, if you're doing apparel, it's, I mean, I mean, 
a new yeah, design, anything. right? Yeah. If you're doing, if you're in food and bev, a new flavor, whatever it is, just consider it, get the information from your customers and use the community to get that information. Yeah, no, that's excellent. Chew on that. Chew on that. Cheers. Cheers. If you want more from us, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, and check out the website, chewonthis.io.